waiting for you. I, I like that we both just kind of stare at each other like, please, please give the signal. Peter and neither of us is that. At least not on this. No. That's because we're such good peers. Welcome to Movie Boners, everybody. What's up, everyone? Oh, that is spicy. Spicy? Yeah, I got a spicy beer this time. You went spicy, huh? Well, what, yeah. what spicy beer? Well, you see, this is a very Southwestern episode. Uh, mostly Western, but a little bit of Southwestern is always good in these kinds of things. And so I got in Idaho Springs, Colorado. It's the Burro, Bur, I'm white. Okay. It's Burro Verde Green Chili Lager. And it has, uh, it's it, Burro Verde, as you may know, is Spanish for green uh, mule or donkey in this case. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's a very interesting. It's got like spiciness in it. I've had chili beers before. This one is not as spicy as some other ones I've had, so it's actually drinkable. But it's it's a little spice. All right, all right. Um, mine is not spicy. See, you went you went southwest, whereas mm. I just went west. Okay. Um, some fair so vanilla. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh wow! Yeah, um, battles begins already. I I went with you know, in my opinion, a pretty decent West. You know, it's it, it's relevant. So I went with uh, Mountain Standard. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. got across those Rockies. That's right. That's right. Plus, I kind of felt like a taste of home. So thank you, Odell's. All right, that's a good call. <laughs> um, what else? Is. What else is happening? Oh. It's Ooh. time to check in on our movie draft. Is it, though? <laughs> yes. You say that every time. <laughs> uh, so not a lot of movement, I think, because neither of us had any movies released until today. I did have a movie released today. You did. Which is Don't Worry Darling, obviously. And uh, so far, so mediocre at this point. Sitting <laughs> at a 6.1, which is below my average of 6.65 so I brought it down a little bit because that's how averages work so yeah I would like that to go up or Amsterdam to go up or anything else to go up but so far I'm still you know under a point zero seven points in the lead which is yeah. very tight race and box office uh, was that 540 million you're in the lead you are in the lead 540 million I am um, that's good. Well, I uh, I was worried I was going to have to contribute to your side of the draft because yeah. I'm going to go and see. Don't worry, darling. Tomorrow morning, nice. Or for those when, when you guys listen to this, it'll I would have already seen it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're recording Saturday this morning. on the day on the Friday it came out, so we don't have any box right. office numbers for it yet. Um. So, anyways, I'm going to go see it. I don't have the highest hopes for it, but, mm -hmm. and I was a little worried that I was going to like be contributing money to your, <laughs> to your bottom line. Yeah. And then I remembered like, oh no, I have a free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be calling uh, the Cinemark and figure out how that applies to the actual gross <laughs> or domestic box office. Something I need money out of you. Is what I'm saying. No. So, um, I'm curious to see how it all turns out. I want to yeah. see just how Stepford Wivesy yeah. 
it ends up being. I like the trailer, and I like uh, Florence Pugh, but yeah. I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah, We'll see. But that should be interesting. I'm looking forward to an entertaining uh, Saturday. Sure. That's yeah. about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, new oh. stuff. Okay. I have watched a handful of new things. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I watched a handful of new things as well. Well, let, let's get the one that people <laughs> y'all need to calm down. <laughs> they are passionate about this. passion is cool. I'm all for it. All right, people be passionate. That's cool. <laughs> They're fans. Um, but wow. <laughs> wow. Can we talk about this real quick? So yes, you posted a, a little TikTok video. Yeah. Right? It was an Instagram reel. Yeah, or Instagram reel. And I, I didn't realize, tell me, I don't know if it's confusing for you. I was mm. saying, oh, we have a new Lord of the Rings episode coming up uh, on this Sunday. And everybody else was like, you're talking about the Lord of the Rings show that's releasing an episode. And, and they were all very confused. I was like, no, no, no. We have a movie podcast where we talk about. <laughs> I, I like how nice you're you're putting this. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't confusing to me at all. That's um, I thought it was perfect because of how much you and I talked about the music mm -hmm. and how yeah. incredible his, you know, the score is through mm -hmm. all the film. Um, and then people got into internet arguing. <laughs> For it. I'm at work and my yeah. phone just kept going. Meh, 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 meh. <laughs> well, it's also unfortunately the most successful post we've ever had. Somebody at Instagram <laughs> really fucked sad up for me. Somebody who works at Instagram fucked up and pushed the wrong button and let us through and into other people's feeds. And so we all of a sudden get like 20,000 views and several hundred <laughs> likes. And I'm like, uh, Dustin, what's happening? I'm like, hey, as long as it brings them to listen and enjoy the show, hopefully at least a small percentage of them listen to the actual episode and yeah. like settle down. No, they're um, just going to yell about how, uh, how people that don't like it are racist. And also the show sucks. That's all they're going to yell about. So, right. Um, so I finally got around to watching the first two episodes, like I was supposed to pre <laughs> Lord of the Rings episode, but then didn't. Yeah, that's cool. Um, all right. I texted you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That was my favorite text to get because I sympathize with you. I did feel that as well. That first episode was rough. <laughs> I think you said that it felt like you had been watching it for two hours and it was like yeah. minutes. I felt like it was a very long, like drawn out, not quite sure what it was trying to do mm -hmm. episode. And I was like, God damn, how much is in? Like, I got to be finishing this episode real <laughs> soon. And I was only halfway through and I was like, shit. And then I texted <laughs> you like, oh, my God, dude, <laughs> like, this is bad. Um Second episode, you were correct, was a little better. Yeah. I haven't watched any of the other episodes. Um, they suck you in at the end of the first episode because you are, there's not a lot happening. You're just kind of getting introduced to characters. 
then something, a couple of interesting things happen. And you're like, okay, I want to see where this goes and I'll watch the next one. And the next one, everybody's doing something crazy and there's like all this stuff going on. It is very busy. There's a lot going yeah. on. Unfortunately, the least interesting thing is Galadriel's thing. She's like just <laughs> not doing anything. Um, and I, I knew that I wasn't going to like this show in the first episode when she goes into that cave and that monster comes out and she has like all these elite elf soldiers up under her and they all get torn to shreds. Like they don't even touch this monster. And then she just like slides in and kills it in five seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, this show sucks. Like the writing sucks. <laughs> this is, this is stupid. And spoiler alert, they do basically the exact same thing in the third episode with the black elf guy. Uh, he, kills the thing super easily and it's like i I'm, i just i just stupid it's, i don't get it yeah i uh i realized i don't like the show i don't think it is near as horrible and as much of a travesty yeah don't dm us don't <laughs> add us i'm just letting you guys know i don't think it's as horrible as you're all making out to be mm -hmm. um it's not good <laughs> yeah i think and, it is beautiful the visuals are really, really incredible. So you can tell they are trying so hard yeah. to mimic the filming style of Peter Jackson. And there are yeah. some shots where you're like, well done. Like, that looks good. Um, but I, I still think that there's a little bit of that. I think that it's mostly... I think that Amazon has the problem that Warner Brothers has, which is they saw the success of Game of Thrones and they want to do that. Well, that was that for themselves. That's like a direct quote. Jeff Bezos yeah. or Bezos, whatever the fuck, bald headed dude, <laughs> was like, We need our own version of Game of Thrones. Yeah. But it's not going to be Game of Thrones because right. Tolkien had a very different mentality and vision yeah. of a fantasy world than George and R. His, R. Martin. <laughs> his depth and writing and story and all of his, how the stories relate to the real world and all this stuff was so different. There's yeah, no tits. It's like all this stuff. So it's kind of weird for me because I'm currently watching another show that really sucks and it just <laughs> keeps getting worse. And I just keep holding out for one thing that I know is not going to be the payoff that I want it to be. Okay. It's probably going to be a cheap gag, uh, a waste of talent. But <laughs> She Hulk is a flaming pile <laughs> of shit. Um, I know that, and I haven't seen a single episode. It's so bad. It's kind of become like a joke at my work, yeah. Because there's like three of us that watch it every <laughs> Thursday, and we all show up every Friday, and we're like, "Man, She-Hulk sucks." Has it gotten to the point where you just hate watching it now? Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, we're all holding out for Daredevil to appear, uh -huh. and we all know like his appearance <laughs> is going to be real quick. It's probably yeah. going to be the final episode. He's probably not even going to do anything. Yeah, and and we're it's all like his appearance bad. in uh, whatever that Marvel. No way home. Where he yeah, yeah. bailed them out. He's like, "Hello, I'm your lawyer. Goodbye." Yeah, um, yeah. She holds yeah. sucks. I'm so then I I looked at the like some clips and some stills and some trailers, and I was like, "This looks absolutely awful." Just from a CGI perspective, from a story perspective, you like Hulk, like actual Bruce Banner can't stop a jeep coming towards him and then you see like clips of him like spliced into avengers where he like stops this giant alien yeah. ship that comes at him it's like the, what are you doing it, i saw the funniest uh the funniest comment which was what you didn't know 
is at the end of Endgame when there's that big funeral. That was for the death of the MCU because, dude, <laughs> it's kind of true. The only good thing MCU, like truly fantastic thing, that the MCU has produced post Endgame mm -hmm. was No Way Home. But everything else, like Shang Chi, was pretty cool. Not amazing, but it was pretty cool. Eternals, <laughs> blue. God, that movie was bad. Uh, she Hulk's terrible. Like all the Disney Plus MCU shows. Sorry, yeah. guys. They're not that good. Yeah. Like, they're just not. WandaVision was cool. Yeah. The rest are just whatever. Yeah. Well, and I also um, keep seeing things about how the movies are having a hard time including WandaVision in like the story or it, in, the in Doctor has, Strange have her make any sense anymore. The MCU has no clue what it's trying to do right now. They're just relying on like, look at all these future projects you're excited for. We have no clue how we're going to tie all of it in, <laughs> yeah. but look what we got. But I digress. So She-Hulk sucks, and then I started watching Rings of Power, and that sucks. And I'm very <laughs> like, well, this just sucks all around. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, there is a good... Oh, on the topic of Rings of Power, though, I did want to bring up. I learned this week that Amazon passed on a gritty quote-unquote gritty conan the barbarian series and they passed on it because it had too much toxic masculinity in it and it made me so sad that i would never see a gritty conan uh, the barbarian thing and it also makes me the rings of power and that information makes me so concerned for the fact that amazon owns james bond now i knew you were going to bring that up and uh, I think there's some toxic masculinity in there, too. So it's not going to go great. I'm very concerned about their handling of property. I kind of can't help but feel like the overwhelming amount of negative reaction to how they're handling everything with Rings of Power. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully that gets them to kind of rethink some stuff, maybe fire a few creative heads who clearly don't have <laughs> subject material at the forefront. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I don't know. We'll find out. I <sighs> rings of power. Not not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's far from like <laughs> you're not going to recreate that magic. And we're not. I'm not going to turn this into a four hour ramp. But sure. you're not going to recreate the magic that was the Peter Jackson trilogy. Uh, the Hobbit, and Jackson even is the one that did the Hobbit trilogy, and it still didn't tap into that same kind of magic. Right. Right. So, it you're just not gonna can't. do it, Jeff. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just one of those things that you're not... Now, I saw really. that they are planning for Rings of Power to be five seasons long. Yeah. So, all the messy writing, I feel maybe they're trying to make it a mess now and just, like, bring it all together to tie everything in. <laughs> That's the biggest benefit of the doubt I've ever heard. But you know what my biggest beef with, and I know I'm only two episodes in, Yeah. and to be honest, that might be as far as I make it. Um, yeah. But I really, I have a beef with it that's very similar to my beef with, like, in fact, it's pretty much the exact same thing from, uh, I think it was, uh, oh, it was Solo, the Han Solo yeah. movie they made. Yep. So they like changed the whole dynamic of the character of Chewie mm -hmm. in Han or in Solo. And it just didn't make sense how he went from 
the Chewy we all know. And then they're like, here's how he was back then. Same beef with, here's Anakin in the prequels. Yeah. How do we go from that to this? Yeah. And no offense to this actress that's playing a young Galadriel. Right. But Galadriel is like, there's such an incredible, intense grace to that character mm-hmm. that Kate Blanchett really bring to life. Yeah. And just seeing how they're writing this character to make her an action star. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out where the, mm-hmm. how do we, at what point does she be like, you know what? I won't go head first into a battle. <laughs> I'm going to just chill in the woods. Yeah. Um, and plus I'm like, the her powers. <laughs> She's a terrible leader currently. So, I mean, yes, they have a long time thousands of years for her to get her shit together and learn right, lessons, right. of course, but yeah, we get that, but that, there's a really good article on, uh, I think Forbes just about why the writing is so bad on this show. I just, I feel like everyone, all the writers on the show read like the back of every like, <laughs> novelization of anything Tolkien. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I think we can make up our own. We'll tie everything together ourselves. And if I understand everyone's biggest complaints is like you failed because you have no clue what you're writing. Yeah. Um, And I, I think the, one of the most annoying things I mentioned, people are arguing about it being racist. Um, I think that's hardly anybody and it's gets so tiresome for these studios to fan bait in their advertisements and be like, oh, so many people are upset that we're being inclusive when they're really upset that your writing sucks. <laughs> and so it just becomes an excuse. They're like, any criticism at all is racist or sexist yeah. or whatever. And instead of being like, no, there are valid criticisms and valid reasons why your ratings are low. Your, your writing sucks. I couldn't give two shits what kind of inclusion you're having in the show. Like, just yeah. give me a good story. Um, the guy playing the the main elf, the black yeah. guy, um, I get the sense that he'd probably be a great actor. I haven't really looked into, like, his IMDb or watched yeah. anything else with him. He looks familiar. He does look familiar. But to me, you can tell the writing is so one-dimensional yeah. that they're not given any chance for this cast to really go. Now, I right. get it. It's still early. Whatever. Your writing yeah. sucks. The show is a pile. Uh, yeah. And then, on to other new things. So there you go, folks. That's what we, we skipped on <laughs> the last episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else for it. The show sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to be done with it and then wait for two years from now so I'll be like, oh, the show is great, and then maybe I'll come back to it. <laughs> Or, or they'll just be like, oh, Rings of Power gets canceled halfway through season two because viewership yeah. went from being like an all-time high for a streaming service mm-hmm. to like an all-time low. I mm-hmm. feel that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I did watch a couple new things. Uh, I went and saw another piece of uh, film that's got a ton of buzz. I didn't even see a preview for this. I literally just saw... All I saw was scariest movie in years. And now Yes. Y'all know I'm a sucker for it. I <laughs> yeah. saw that and was like, right, when's my next day off? I was like, oh, 
my kid gets picked up at this time. I'll go and see it right after she goes. So I went and saw Barbarian, not knowing a fucking thing about this movie. Yeah, I've seen like a couple of quick clips. And I was like, what the fuck is this movie? I never heard of it. And then I immediately was like, yeah, I'm going to see that eventually because it looks interesting. <laughs> it's it's an oddball of a movie. Um, <laughs> not scary at all. Like that's that's not a doc on it, but it is far from terrifying, suspenseful. Yeah. Like now, I get I'm kind of not the one to listen to in that because yeah. like it's I use like these saying, movies to net to. Yeah, it's like wow, this methamphetamine really doesn't pack a punch at all. <laughs> I mean, that's an extreme. <laughs> uh, wow, that got dark quick. Uh, I think you see a lot of horror movies. In your but area. the more I thought about Barbarian, now I didn't think it was like even that great. But the more I think about it, mm -hmm. and just the reaction of like the theater during certain parts of the movie, I was like, I will probably. This is probably going to be one of those movies where I'm yeah. going to buy when it's on sale because I'll like. There's a couple scenes that I really liked, and I'll I'll buy it for that one scene because yeah. I do that sometimes, and that movie will grow on me like crazy, mm -hmm. and I'll probably love it in the year or two okay uh, but there were some very it's fairly comedic mm. at the same time of being like quote unquote suspenseful which is long's in it right he is in it his okay. character is it's, i won't say anything <laughs> you can't really okay. say a lot about it but um there were some things in it that i was like god damn it can we just like you don't need this Listen, <laughs> come on guys but it was not horrible. I wouldn't say it's the scariest movie in years, but it wasn't bad. Right. It was interesting, at least. Cool. Um, and then I know I'm late to the party, but I finally watched Ty West's X. Yeah. Did you watch that? I did see that. Yes. Okay. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a Ty West fan, and so I'm yes. excited for it for sure. I thought it was super entertaining. It was super like tongue in, tongue in cheek. I liked yeah. the seventies aesthetic. Um, I enjoyed it, and I liked yeah. Ty West. So I was like, I'm not shocked. I enjoyed it, and now I want to <laughs> go and see. I like after I've watched it. I literally thought to myself, Do I watch Don't Worry, Darling, or mm -hmm. do I go see Pearl? And then I was like, I can just see both. I have a whole weekend to do nothing. So there's a chance I'm seeing both. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I liked X as well. I think I need to see it again because I spent a good portion of that movie thinking I knew where it was going and that it was like going to be a, a more significant play on like the classic horror black final girl virgin mm -hmm. trope. Um, and then it kind of goes a, a different way, kind of subverting it, which is not bad, but it, it wasn't, it was different inside. So it's definitely like, there's a lot of homages to, to very classic, very iconic. Yeah. In particular one movie. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is because it, <laughs> it kind of says too much, but, uh, I, I thought this was like, oh man, Ty West has been trying to hit his stride for so long and i think he may have just done it uh if you're squeamish with like nudity though folks don't watch it um yeah. it's a movie about porn stars yeah awkward, <laughs> awkward. uh and then i watched a couple family movies um <laughs> <Good> transition. <laughs> uh my daughter got me to watch 
The Sea Beast on Netflix. It's an animated movie. It's pretty basic. It wasn't bad. It was a lot like How to Train Your Dragon. So okay. if you like that movie, you'll probably like The Sea Beast. It's one of those like direct-to-video ripoffs of the original. Uh, no, like it, it was well Actually done. The same fan base. It, it, yeah, it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. And then when you said Sea Beast, I thought you said not the best. And oh. I thought you were talking about the fighting CBs, the John Wayne movie, where he's like in the Navy. <laughs> my, my daughter has zero interest in watching that. Who knows what kids are into these days? That's true. And then I watched, uh, again, super late to the party, but I finally got around to watching Sing 2. Okay. Which I haven't seen Sing One, so okay. Well, Sing One is excellent, and Sing Two is excellent as well, and that's all I gotta say about that. Awesome (laughs) music, good story. Uh, what'd you watch, Jake? I watched a movie that came out very recently called Emily the Criminal, and it has oh, Plaza in it. Yeah, I want to see that. You should see oh. it. I'm not going to sway you either way. Um, okay. I will say, I think that what I remembered of the trailer made me more excited than the movie was. The movie's more okay. like like slow and indie and character driven. She's good. Andrea yeah, Popper like Plaza is obviously great. Um, and I learned a lot about credit card fraud. So I've got oh, that going go. for me, which is go. good. All right. All right. Cool. But yeah, it, it was pretty good. Yeah, I wanted to watch it mainly just to see her throw down some acting chops because it looks yeah. like she does, and I was excited about that. Yeah, I would say it's the most dramatic movie that I can, that I know of that she's done, and she okay. killed it. So cool, cool. Whether you like the movie or not, um, doesn't matter. She killed it. What else uh, did you watch? That was it, basically. You said I watched, I watched a handful of new things, too. I did. I watched the Brings of Power thing, and oh, yeah. I watched the... Oh, I did start, um, speaking of Amazon shows, one that's actually pretty good, I started um, Terminal List. Terminal List? Oh, Terminal List. the one with uh, Chris, Chris Pratt? Pratt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's good. Uh, cool. I've heard a lot of good things about it, and uh, so far I've watched like two episodes, and they're good. So if you like cool. that kind of thing, cool. check it out. I haven't read the book, so I have no context. <laughs> no context but, to it. <laughs> yeah, it's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but I have watched a bunch of movies for next week because we're watching movies we've never seen again next week, and uh, trying to ke- be ready and prepared for that. I uh, I still have one more. I've got like a huge list. I've got nine out of my ten picked. Okay. But I haven't picked my tenth one yet. Mm. But I am very excited for my list, and I know a lot of <laughs> friends, you included, there are a couple mm-hmm. movies on mine that I will be watching that you're going to be like, about goddamn time! <laughs> yeah, so next week we're doing <laughs> movies we haven't seen before that have kind of a play on our first episode, top 10 movies we feel like we should have seen that we haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, this is more just like 10 more movies we wanted to see but haven't, and... Uh, yeah, I have several movies that are like classics that I should have seen by this point. And then some that are just like random. Oh, that's I wanted to see that for some weird reason and then never took the time to do it. And uh, yeah, there's some interesting ones for sure. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Check and... that out next week. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think we're ready. 
I think we're ready. Unless you want to go and get merch or leave us a voicemail with your opinions on any episode you've ever listened to. Do it. We'll play it in an episode and uh, comment on it. Yeah. Do it. So, this episode, we needed a little bit of a breather episode after last week's (laughs) epic four-hour marathon. This one's not four-hour, folks. We promise. Yeah. And it will be pretty chillaxed, I think. It's going to be five. (laughs) (laughs) I kid. I can't, um, I can't. So, and it's inspired by mostly. I've just remembered doing our top ten Western movies, yep. and how much I loved that week or two of preparing for it and watching Western movies. And I'm kind of like, I wish we could just do that again. And so, this is my excuse to talk about westerns, watch westerns. Just See, that's the fun westerns. Take. It's our show, yep. you know, and I dictate like everything on this show. <laughs> Unlimited power. We can talk about westerns, so we're going to because that was a fantastic prep week for that western episode. Hey, folks, go listen to the western episode. (laughs) It's awesome. It is awesome. So this week we're not talking about our favorites. We're going to create a brand new, never before casted and created uh, western film that we're going to do a fantasy draft of crew principal crew and uh cast and yeah, cast our dream dream western movie for uh for those that have been around for a while if you listen to our christmas episode the most recent one uh we did the same thing for christmas movies yeah which was a lot of fun and i'm still i'm not gonna lie still a little bitter folks i'm still <laughs> a little bitter about what part specifically man i had such an awesome christmas like movie setup the story was amazing my cast yeah, was you, like, amazing the whole story i like, i man it was christmas film to the <laughs> nine it would it would have been possibly the greatest christmas movie ever made wow and then everyone was like no we like jake's more <laughs> <laughs> yeah well when you have ryan gosling shirtless it is what it is apparently apparently um, so I'm a little bitter still. I did not yeah. come up with a whole Western movie story, potential story for this one, but I did go with the, my goal this time, Jake was to get you to be like, I would watch that. So okay. my, my list is geared primarily towards you. <laughs> um, All right. Well, everybody else can go home. This is my, <laughs> to enjoy. thank you for listening. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I, uh, I this had a weird development for me where I had come up with like a very basic story. I was like, it's gonna be a classic revenge story, Western, you know. I wanted to be like old style classic Western. And then I had made the mistake, not a mistake. I talked to my wife about what my plans were. She's like, what are your draft picks for this draft? And so I told her, and so she ripped apart some. She she completely <laughs> dropped the biggest revelation. She gave me a name and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I've never thought of that. I would have never thought of that. That's incredible. I can't wait to pick it. And I hope Dustin doesn't steal it. <laughs> and and then she got really into it. And she's like, okay, here's your whole cast that you need to do. Here's the general story of how they relate to each other. And so she did what you did, where she came up with this whole story. Oh, and I'm cherry picking the best parts and then also including my So we, we like... God damn it. I swear to God. <laughs> so I do. I, I guess I cheated a little bit in the sense that I had help. 
in this sense. Well, I mean, it's not cheating. It's 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 your wife. Like, yeah, we're package deal, I guess. And she's kind of been part of the show, whether directly or not, since yeah. you know the creation. So <laughs> That's true. She kind of named us. Uh, That's true. <laughs> Godmother. Shout out to Christy, but not Christy, really because she you. helped you and <laughs> Fuck okay. you. Um, so let's just get into it. Let's do this. It's a little different than our normal uh format. So we're just gonna like just go with it basically. I'm gonna share my screen. So if you're not watching the video yep. podcast, we will try to describe what we're doing to you. Uh, you don't need tab audio, so I'll just share this. Okay. <laughs> so the first thing I told you to do is to choose your studio name. So we're we are playing the role of fat cat producers who are not creepy and weird, but also are responsible for casting a western movie and so choosing director, writer, uh, composer. Um, yeah, I didn't come up with a producer name. Um, <laughs> I, that was the one thing I texted you about. <laughs> no, okay. So I completely, I thought <laughs> I was on the same page with you, but apparently I was not. Cause you were like, Hey, don't forget. You have to have a name. And I was yeah. like, well, I know. And in my brain, it registered as you have to have like a title or something. Oh. Your story, and so I did that, but I did okay. not. Okay, what's the title of your movie? That's fine. What's the title right. of your movie? So I had to go western, and Jake, you'll be proud of me. I literally Googled um, western phrases, like old country western <laughs> phrases from the old west. Okay, which was a lot of fun because there are some goofy fucking phrases from way back then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the one that I just thought was like, that fits the most, it's funny, it could mean whatever for a, like a story, whatnot, it could yeah. be interesting. Um, so I am Aaron the Lungs. So, <laughs> that's like right. this? Aaron the Lungs? So, yeah, yeah. The word Aaron? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It, I like it. Apparently, it was the slang term for uh, for people that cursed a lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. Seriously, now that you are the stone. The stone. The stone. Okay. That's so bizarre that that's the route you took to name your thing because mine is very much in the same vein. <laughs> no. <way. laughs> yes. I. I didn't Google it because I already had it in mind, but I was like, there is a phrase that I've always loved from like Western shows and movies and stuff. And I think it would be a hilarious film studio or movie title name. So I'm going with Yellow Bellied uh, Productions. <laughs> okay. I laughed. I almost did some, I was trying to come up with something for uh, Yellow Belly. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's like such a common phrase in Western films. Especially those old school, uh, like John Wayne kind yeah. of films. Uh, for those that don't know it, it it's like cowardly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, Aaron the Lungs still works as like a production name. 
So true. So my lungs films. That's what we'll make. And that's shockingly kind of fitting for me because I. Yeah, for films with curse words. That's what I, I feel like I'm. Ninety-eight percent of the reason why our podcast here, if it had a rating, would be rated R. Um, true. True. Facts. Well, I don't know. You like to say a lot of shit that like. Shut the fuck up! I do not. You you prod the bear a lot, which <laughs> well, is yeah. awesome and hilarious. Um, <laughs> get over it, people. Uh <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think if I recall I like correctly, last time we did this, we flipped a coin in order to figure out who goes first. <laughs> we tried, yeah. <laughs> we did try. We, we did, did. Yeah, we you did, did the weird like Google coin flip, right? Yeah, we're gonna do the same thing. Yeah, we're gonna do better for this. Oh, okay. Uh, and I will let you call it again in the interest of sportsmanship. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to call... Heads. Sweet time. Okay. <laughs> Heads is the call. Heads it is. Dustin, do you choose to go first or defer and go second? There's no second half, so... Right. <laughs> 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 I like your football terminology. <laughs> Dude. I am 2-0 and in my fantasy league right now. This isn't about your fantasy excited. league, Dustin. It's a fantasy draft, isn't it? You dick. All right. Well, that's, that's <sighs> true. Yes. Let that me be true. excited about things, Jake. <laughs> All right. Who do I want to start off with? Oh, you know what? Yes. I mean, no. Tell me. Wow. Um, I'm going to start off with the writer. Okay. This time. I think I started off with actor last time, but I'm going to start off with my writer. I think you definitely started off with writer because you were like, writing is the most important part of movie making. I remember Shit, very I specifically. <laughs> well, I'm doing it again. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think it would be awesome to have this kind of Western come from Taylor Sheridan. Fuck you. Yes. Shit. He's the one that wrote Hell or High Water, which is God one of the it. greatest fucking crime like movies. Oh my God, people, if you have not watched Hell or High Water, go watch it. <laughs> but Taylor Sheridan would be my writer. I chose one damn writer yes. on my list. And it was, of course, Taylor Sheridan. Yes! Hell or High Water. He generally does neo-Western stuff. Hell or High Water, Wind River, stuff like that. Yellowstone is obviously incredible. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> Sicario, all these movies. And so, yeah, I was like, obviously, Taylor Sheridan, Dustin won't pick him. He'll choose some old bogey. Hilarious. Um, fuck. That was like my only big, obvious, I need to get this guy thing for my whole thing to work. And now it's a house of cards that has just collapsed. So I'm so happy right Thanks now. Thanks a lot for that. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> right out the gate. Fuck you, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my main reason, I'm going to share my reason because I don't get have him and talk about him, but I congratulations. He's an incredible writer and a great director as well. Uh, I, I wanted to choose him specifically because he does mostly neo-westerns and I wanted to get an old classic style western out of him. Um, he has done the Yellowstone prequel series 1883, which is basically that. Um, but a western movie is kind of what I was going for. So 
Yep. I will never have that now because you stole him from me, you son of a bitch. Uh, And I will tell you right now, knowing that I've stolen him, um, one, I knew you were a huge fan of his and you would be like, ooh, yeah, because I told you I tried to cater (laughs) this quite a bit towards you. Oh, fuck. I've I've been hoisted by my own petard because (laughs) you made the perfect movie that I would like and are thus going to steal every person that I like (laughs) from me. I doubt that. I doubt that highly. Um, so far, it's 100 percent true. I, uh, if you listen to our Western episode, you would know I really gravitate towards the kind of Western that makes you feel like you are there, where it makes yeah. you feel like you're covered in the dirt, very gritty, very raw. I really like that kind of Western, and I was like, man, Taylor Sheridan, he knows how to just make you feel so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going real gritty in this one, folks. This is gonna be like real western. <laughs> those are like my yeah, I, those are my favorite kind of westerns. I love the fun, somewhat campy, classic style westerns. Yeah, but I'm really enjoying the modern throwback to very old, very gritty, very violent, very yeah. survivalist westerns. Like just real life, what the frontier was like. It fucking sucked. Um, yeah. I love those kind of westerns. So I get you. I get you. I, I like that you haven't added him to my, my square yet. And well, I'm busy like, trying to uh... fix my whole life right now. <laughs> really and I will put down in case you... I guess I've just been like watching this blank square thinking like, he's not going to put him there and be like, you didn't call him. <laughs> also, if you've watched Yellowstone, you know, but Taylor Sheridan is like stud. He's like jacked. He's got, he's like a legit cowboy. He rides horses. He has a ranch. He's like not just a poser. He's a legit dude who knows what he's doing. Uh, he's a cool guy. Man, I really fucked this whole thing up for you, didn't I? You did. Well, now I'm trying to find you a good photo of him. There's a cowboy looking. No, that's a too silly looking. I'm, I'm so happy that I went with right. I almost was like, oh, I'll go with the director. And then I thought, no, you got to go writer. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that. I think the rule is, and ruling on the field, you can let me know what you think. But I think the rule is he's chosen as the writer, but he is still up for grabs as director. Yeah, that is yeah. how it how it works. So we all know who he's picking as a director. Not necessarily. There, nice little cowboy photo for you. You're so mad. I'm really upset right now. <laughs> this like is I'm trying to pretend like it's funny, but it's really <laughs> awful. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I'm so happy. Now I'm just frantically Googling. <laughs> I, I, Who's written Western movies? The nice thing is, because you took a writer, I don't have to worry about you taking any other writers, so I can wait and think about it more before just taking the first writer I can think of. So it, oh. it might be four hours, folks, just basically <laughs> trying to find a writer. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, okay. You got to tell me, was that the name that Christy gave you? No, she had no concept of writer. It was okay. mostly cast-related okay. things. Okay, okay. She was very focused on the, on the cast and the story. Okay. I chose writer and director and composer and all this stuff. All right. 
Okay. Um, right, man, you're up. I, get, I think the most vulnerable piece of my puzzle here that I would be devastated if you stole anything else is going to be actually my lead actress, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to wait on director and writer and all that other good stuff and choose my lead actress. Okay. I know that you will appreciate this. This is, I have to credit my wife for this. She completely blew my mind with this pick. I chose someone pretty safe. Um, and then she thought outside the box and I could not, I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. For like 30 minutes, I couldn't believe that I didn't think of it and I would never think of it in a million years. So, and I think that you're going to have a similar reaction because I know you love this actress. Um, my lead actress for my film is the great Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yes. Ever done a Western, at least to my knowledge. So, it's funny you say that. I, for the longest time, had her as my supporting actress. Okay. Okay. I took her off because I was like, you used her on your Christmas one. Oh, yeah. I don't want to use her again and just keep repeating. (laughs) So, I took her off. But that's funny. Mm -hmm. She was originally a part of my cast. Nice. Yeah, I had a similar moment. Um, I for my lead actor again. <laughs> and uh, like two times in a row, maybe too much. So let's not too do much. That. Too much, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let me copy this image. And then it will be your turn. Oh my God, it's a big image. Hey, Sandra. I love you. Um, <laughs> we had a whole episode about it. <laughs> Sandra Bullock's <laughs> films and how great she is. And how so awesome if you like us, like Sandra Bullock, check it out. Yeah. I love you, Sandra. I'm just, I would be so stoked to see her in a Western film. Dude, she'd kill it in a Western. Yeah. Kind of like on the level of her uh, gravity performance, I know that she's been able to be kind of pushed to the limits of her performance. Um, gravity is a huge one. Um, also, when I was thinking in the whole Taylor Sheridan thing, Faith Hill is great in the 1883 uh, series and who's someone you wouldn't really expect to be. So I was yeah. thinking of it kind of in that vein of like, oh, Sandra Bullock would actually kill it. Yeah, she really would. She really would. Um, I'm going to go with director next okay. just because I like following this kind of format when like really exactly projects what are being, uh, God damn it, it is. <laughs> yes. <sighs> I don't care. This is how, like, the format when they release, like, hey, this new project is coming from this writer. Oh, this director just signed on to do it. And then you get the cast. Um, So my director, this one I struggled with for quite a long time. Because I knew, like, Taylor Sheridan was one of my first choices. It was very, just kind of clear to me. Yeah, writer-director combo. And I was like, okay, you need a director that can do gritty that can do Mm. dirty. And I thought like, okay, so you did Ben Stiller the last time because he just has such a great eye for directing and awesome actor. I was like, he knew, you know, he has that, that perfect kind of vision of with like secret life of Walter Mitty. So I was like, okay, I kind of want someone that's still in that vein that can pull off some very realistic, very just dirty, make you kind of like cringe 
during mm-hmm. certain violent scenes, um, give you some incredible story structure. I was like, God, there's a lot of directors that I love that can do this. And then I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. There is one dude that I think would fucking kill it. He would probably just set a new standard for it or potentially potentially could um so i'm going with mel gibson okay i was like goddamn a mel gibson movie like directed by written by taylor sheridan if i'm going for gritty and -hmm. just make you feel that time period it's like Mm -hmm. these two could probably do it yeah i like that a lot i like the kind of the apocalypto level yeah that sounds great so plus mel gibson behind that camera i mean he's an incredible actor as well but behind that camera that dude's vision for filmmaking is just it's unreal dude and i i really feel he's um like he hasn't been given that full credit before so well, it's kind of blackballed a little bit. I mean, yeah, he's he's still yeah. a little touchy water, folks. I understand that, but <laughs> but you, he's so good, you can't. Just but he's so him good. Off. He's yeah. so good at what he does. <laughs> he's he'll be back. He's always hanging around. That's a great, great choice. Um, I know. And I he was on my list, kind of in the maybe supporting actor role, maybe uh, maybe crew, something like that. So I, he was on. He was his name was floating around. Zeitgeist on my list. <laughs> All right. um, okay. What on my side is now the most important to take early on? I want to take my director, but you've thrown me off so much that I don't know. <laughs> I want the director and writer to work well together, and I don't know who else would be a good Western writer that this director would work well with. So I'm going to wait on the director director. I also have a couple of options. If I am desperate, I could choose another option there. So I think I'm actually going to go with my composer of all things. Your draft is all over the place. It is. Well, it's your fault. (laughs) Don't talk to me about, Oh, your draft is so disorganized. Why do you think that is? You took my cornerstone of my entire list. Okay. I don't even my, feel bad. Like my composer <laughs> is is incredible. Um, not only has written great music for other movies outside the genre, but also written the specifically uh, composed the t- my two favorite westerns, Silverado and uh, and. What the fuck is the other one? I just blanked. I was going to say Yellowstone. <laughs> Yellowstone. That's not a movie, Jake. <laughs> Although the composer for Yellowstone is pretty good. Um, no, uh, Silverado and Tombstone. Very similar words to Yellowstone. Tombstone, um, that composer, as I'm sure everybody knows who is listening, is Bruce Brofton. Broughton. All right. Brofton. All I don't right. know how you say it. I just know how you spell it. And it's spelled like that. Okay. And he obviously wrote the music for Silverado, one of the best, most memorable Western soundtracks of all time. And of course, Tombstone, incredible as well. Yeah. yeah. Also, Homeward Bound, the Incredible Journey. Um, that's hits you in the feels right there. Rescuers Down Under, big time uh, feels. The best version of the Rescuers, I must say. Yep. Uh, 
Ooh. composer. Thank you. Ooh. I have no idea what this guy looks like, actually, so I'm going to find out here for the first <laughs> time with you. I hope he's just like a frightening looking human being, but he won't. <laughs> no. But it would be awesome. <laughs> a handsome devil. Bruce, if you're out there, I love you. Yeah, your music is pretty pretty stellar, dude. There's a nice He looks shot. like a composer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he looks, looks exactly like, he he looks like a composer. He went to the same headshot studio as John Williams and all those. <laughs> they just have a guy that comes in and does it for them. Hmm. All right. Well, there's, all right. there's that. All right. Just for your sake. Did you throw me any bones? You're gonna really respect this one. Oh, you're gonna okay. really respect this one. This one might be your favorite pick of mine, by the way. Okay. All right. So for those not remembering from the Christmas one, we also have a rule with this that because it's a complete fantasy draft, that will yes, I, the odds of this stuff ever coming to fruition is you have a better chance at winning like the Mega Million lottery or whatever the high one is. <laughs> um, so we, we made it okay that we could pick people who have passed away for these fantasy drafts. So this was one that I was like, oh, Jake. Oh, Jake, Jake, Jake. <laughs> okay, I'm here for it. So as a supporting actor yes. in this, um, I, I was like... Who would be just such a force to be reckoned with on screen? Who's mm -hmm. just sheer presence? He probably wouldn't even have to say a lot. Just his presence on screen would be supporting so intimidating actor, huh? as a supporting actor. Okay. He'd be so intimidating and so effective. Yeah. Sometimes that supporting actor doesn't have to be like the focal point. They just end up being like, or those supporting roles, they just end up being that kind of like, ooh. They brought it all in. I must warn you, my supporting actor is also deceased. We may have the same supporting <laughs> actor. I'm not going to lie. It's possible. Um, so I went with Jack Palance. Oh, it's not. It's not. But great choice. Jack Palance. Um, he's, he used to do Westerns, folks. Uh, he's in a movie that was instrumental in both Jake's and I's young childhoods. Do you have a certain era that you want him from? Oh, man. I want him from, like, the City early Slickers 90s. Slickers era? Slickers or... era. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Just that old, grizzled, just intimidating, yeah. gruff. Jack Palance, folks, uh, for you youngins out there. <laughs> Jack Palance. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> okay, so just... Look at my top, at my first three names, Jake. <laughs> look at this. I mean, I have no choice but to look at them. I know you do, and great. it must be killing you. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> but this is like, seeing, like, I've had the list of names together, and I've been like, yeah. man, this is a good list. Seeing their photos together, I'm like, oof. This is almost a scary fucking movie right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. I would, so far, absolutely see this movie. Yes, you would. Um, okay. 
Jack Palance, supporting actor, good pick. I'm not gonna lie, my supporting actor is a little gentler. Uh, my Western, and this is much thanks to my wife's uh, whole process of basically writing the whole story for me, and then me choosing my favorite parts out of it. That's um, kind of uh, there's some there's a human emotional element to it. I think you would appreciate this movie, Dustin. Dude, if your wife know. is the one that gave you the story idea, I feel yeah. like she was aiming for me because you both know my weaknesses. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, if I get you to admit that it's great, that's good for me as well. Um, so, I, yeah, I guess we're on the topic of supporting actor. I can bring out my deceased supporting actor as well and also kind of fill you in with some of the little pieces of where I'm going with this. Um, Sandra Bullock is the lead. It's basically her story. Uh, oh. There is a lead actor who is going to be playing her brother, and it's probably going to be told through his perspective, but uh, you'll we'll get to that a little bit later. So she is obviously in her, I don't know, 40s, 50s. I don't know how old she is, but she looks great. She is a grizzled Western frontier woman. And uh, so there will be flashbacks into two different time periods to when her and her brother, who has so far yet been unnamed, are children. And uh, and they have a father, of course, who isn't around when they're adults for some tragic reason, I'm sure. And so to play their father, who is going to be imparting wisdom to them, teach them about the ways of the world, prepare them for life on the frontier, um, is kind of an unconventional pick, but I, this is strictly for me. I don't think Christy picked this. Um, but she did love how it fit into everything else that she was thinking. So my supporting actor choice is the great and terribly missed Robin Williams. Oh, fuck. Yes. I'm like, uh, I'm thinking like, like bearded classic yep. Robin Williams with like goodwill hunting performance to taking them under his wing, that kind of thing. Also a little bit of like, Christoph Waltz and Django Unchained, like a little fun, but a very like oof wise. Oof. Yeah. That's a dude, that's a great pick. Uh, and for the kind of story that you appear to be going for under Christie's direction, uh, <laughs> yes. yes, that is a fantastic decision, sir. By the way, I should have you know, I am forming a little possible story scenario for mine as you are putting names up. So okay. I will have a story idea for you folks at the end of this. Oh, I like it. Yes. <laughs> see, I need a good portrait photo. Well, you got to find the, the bearded one so that those yeah. watching who might not have seen Robin Williams with a beard, uh, let them know what he looked like with one. Yeah, Man, I miss Robin Williams so fucking much, dude. I really do. Like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. I miss that guy. Kids, if you right. if you missed growing up with Robin Williams material, like I'm sorry. Yeah. It's still brilliant. It's still amazing. The nice thing is that it's preserved. It is preserved, but there was something real cool when you saw his name attached to a new film coming out or a stand up, like you just there was an excitement to it. I miss you, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> good pick sir good pick good pick oh man Ooh, you know what you know what 
I'm totally going with my supporting actress. Okay. And I was excited for this one because I loved her in her breakout role. It was Mm. amazing. And she's done a lot of like fun roles. She's done a whole lot of stuff different from it. But I love the idea of her revisiting this kind of era. She has with a couple other films that no one's heard of, apparently. Um, but I think on a on a big scale, her revisiting the old west grittiness, just this kind of story um, that's forming in my head as we speak. Uh, I I just think would be awesome. Um, so I the world met her when she starred alongside Jeff Bridges, and possibly one of the only super successful remakes ever. Yeah. Um, I'm going with my supporting actress of Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Uh, when she was in True Grit, she is amazing in True Grit. Just absolutely incredible in that film. And she's done a lot of like fun, silly, action-y stuff. I think it would be awesome to see her revisit the more dramatic side the old West get back into that world, into those like sets and costumes and all that. I think she would just, I think she's just got the talent for that kind of era of film. Mm-hmm. So Haley and she is, she's a little older now, got a little she, bit more experience under her belt. Yeah. And I feel like with the experience she's got and with a couple of the names I'm going to drop here in a little bit under that kind of like, influent under you know learning and all this mentorship i think basically i'm going for like the gold with this shit by the way okay. <laughs> nice i like it uh so yeah Haley steinfeld hmm uh, hold on i got like so many i'm trying to keep like the theme of your pictures going so you don't have like well unfortunately i think you're only gonna find a couple like westerny photos she does a lot more colorful poppy stuff these days yeah she's like a young hip chick yeah yeah i'll just got this one um copy image thank you classic black and white last black and white's always a good choice but i just think she would uh I think she would just do such a great job with the cast that I'm forming. I think she'd do awesome with a script from Ty, you know, from Taylor Sheridan and under the direction of Mel Gibson. We've seen what he can do with actors and actresses, even kids. I mean, all the children that were in like Braveheart, incredible. When he directed Elijah Wood and the man without a face or with no face, incredible. Uh, Go watch that movie, folks. That's an old one. Man with no face? Yeah. It sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. Mel Gibson. He directed it. Elijah Wood is in it. Uh, Gibson plays this guy who's disfigured. <laughs> and Elijah Wood plays the young boy that kind of befriends him. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's a good drama. It's a very good drama. From like 1993 or 4 or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I promise I'm listening, but I'm also currently Googling writers similar to Taylor Swift. 
I know you're listening, Jake. <laughs> it's funny because I can like watching you frantically hit your keys of like, God damn it. It's my like type, every time. Type. Look, look at screens. Look at screens. <laughs> every time you hit a key, I can just hear. Fuck you, Dustin. Fuck you, Dustin. Fuck you, yeah, Dustin. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually have an interesting option, but I'm still. I'm, 1993. I, I was right. My writer, what happened in 1983? Oh, oh, the movie. Oh, and I was very wrong. It was not Elijah Wood. It was Nick Stahl. My bad. I don't even know who that is. Yes, you do. I do. Yeah. Okay, if you say so. Um, I think you do. He is famous. <laughs> sounded so confident. What did you say, Nick Stahl? Nick Stahl. So he oh, was. Uh, he played John Connor in hey. Terminator Three. He was. The Yellow Bastard in Sin City. Yeah. He's a bully. Yeah. I know him. Yeah. I don't know his yeah. name, but I know his face. One of those guys. Hey, Jake, guess what? What? You don't have a writer. <laughs> I am aware. I don't have a writer. But I'm not going to rush it. I know my writer's not in jeopardy anymore because he's fucking dead to me. Um, so I'm not going to rush it and just throw out a writer. I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to see what happens. See what develops maybe I'm an a, epiphany will come to me i hope it's just this is so funny to me <laughs> very glad that you're having a good time i know i know um what's your pick sir okay i'm gonna choose <clears throat> i'm gonna choose my lead actor playing, okay. continuing the story that i was telling about this uh father and daughter there is a son in this family and and the story is mostly around Sandra Bullock and this lead actor who plays the, her brother, the son of Robin Williams. Um, and he is maybe a little more unconventional pick, but I, I do have my wife to credit for this. She did bring him up and convinced me to not choose Ryan Gosling again, <laughs> even though I wanted to so badly. Um, so I, my choice for lead actor and the person who the story is basically told through uh, even though it's about Sandra Bullock's life more, is going to be Mr. Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Whoa! That I is an interesting <laughs> pick. I was pretty LaBeouf. LaBeouf. There's just an O in there, a secret O. Is there? I don't know how to spell his name. Uh, yeah, I just looked it up, trust me. Okay. Yeah, so I... I'm thinking of like, wow. uh, so obviously like, he's the younger brother. Yeah, younger brother who's um, who who is kind of like uh, Lawless. You know how his role mm -hmm. in Lawless, um, where he's kind of telling the story, and he has these older brothers or sister in this example, and uh, but then also with some flashbacks with like him as a kid with Robin Williams and all this stuff. I think it'd be really good. Him on the frontier. Him with the like. He's kind of coming back, and after after he got kicked off of, uh, well, he, I don't know if he got kicked he's, off of. Don't worry. He about has him. been in troubled waters for some time, um, but I haven't heard of a whole lot from him. I will say my personal favorite movie of his was one of the movies he made right before he fucked up a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> um, but the Peanut Butter Falcon is an incredible film. Yeah, I think he deserves so much credit for the role he plays in that and that movie in general. Uh, that's a cool pick. That's a very interesting pick. I think your story 
it yeah. just took a heavy dramatic turn. Okay. Like, I feel like that story is the kind that doesn't necessarily make you feel warm and fuzzy, but kind of grounds yes. you a lot. Yes, I like that I pick, that's dude. True. That's a good pick. Thank you. And plus, I, I feel like just under Robin Williams and Sandra Bullock, I think uh, Shia could learn a lot just yes. in basic life. I feel I feel <laughs> that would be a very humbling experience for him. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, that's a cool pick. Thank Good you. job, Christy. I mean, Jake. <laughs> she does get a lot of credit for it, so <laughs> I'm not going to steal that at all. Dude, I like yours. I, I genuinely like I'm not I genuinely not like my balls. Yeah. I'm I genuinely like what you're coming up with, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. So then <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with my lead actress. Yeah. This was actually the one that I'm most excited about because I feel uh she's kind of she she doesn't do a lot anymore. Which I think is kind of sad because mm. in like late '90s, early 2000s, she had a handful of films that were her performances were just so powerful, yes, yeah. so amazing. I still think about them like to this day. Yeah. Um, she's kind of gone quiet since like 2005. She does a handful here and there, but she, I feel like she just hasn't gotten back to that. And I, I think it'd be awesome to see her throw down some intense acting chops. Um, and she's such a great, she, she plays tenderness really well. And that, that would be the kind of role I would see her as, but also being, um, firm. Yeah. And kind of demanding an authority. Uh, so my lead actress would be Jennifer Connelly. Oh yeah. And I'm thinking like, you know, when she was in a beautiful mind, that kind of style. Okay. You remember yeah. that movie? I do. I was just thinking about her resurgence in Top Gun Maverick, though. She she is yeah. Well, like I said, she is like kind of coming back, but I I haven't seen her have the opportunity to throw down the kind of chops that she showed us. Say lead actress. Yeah. Ooh, this is interesting. I was not thinking of it in in full form when you yeah, said it. I would want her. To be not like the the lead character, but pretty yeah. much the driving force. Hot right? build, female, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Plus, how awesome it would be to see her name like one of the top build names again. I think that would just be incredible. Yeah, um, I miss seeing Jennifer Connelly a lot because she was another one growing up. I'd see her name on credits and I'd be like, Oh, I know that movie. Like she, her name was always associated with a certain standard. Yeah. At least until, uh, Eric Bana's Hulk movie. <laughs> a lot of things were held yeah. to a certain standard until then. Yeah. Um, but I've always remained a fan of hers and I just, I feel like she just doesn't do near as much. Um, Seeing her in Top Gun was awesome and is a highlight of that movie. Yeah. But Jennifer Connelly. I just scrolled past a, a photo of her 
Young, much younger, obviously. But in uh, I mean, she era. looks pretty much the same as yeah. she did. Her I mean, hair I, is slightly longer. I feel like her, she looks better. Like her face used to be rounder, and now she's just more. Mature, I guess. I just yeah. She has a very. Um, this is too small. Photo. She just has like a very. She can be very gentle, but she's mm -hmm. kind of like you wouldn't want to fuck with her. Don't yeah. don't make the mistake with this woman. <laughs> right, exactly. Which is what you want in a western. Yeah. Well, I was also thinking, like, obviously, I would want a more grown-up feeling kind of movie. You and I talked about that, you know, especially with yeah. our personal favorites like Open Range. Um, you know, Annette Benning with Kevin Cosner. It's just it feels grown up. So I, I was kind of going for some my leads to make you feel. This is a grown-up film. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had that kind of challenge when I was first thinking about actors I like. And I was also thinking, like, who do I like that I would want in my movie, actors and actresses? And I kept thinking of, like, people, kind of, I guess, current, younger people, mm -hmm. uh, like, who are kind of the new hotness, like Florence Pugh and all these people. Right. And I was like, but that's not really like a Western kind of person. It's somebody who's <laughs> right. more like experienced and weathered and maybe they're actually 30, but it's the 1800s. And so you look like you're 40 or 50 or something. And yeah. so it's just somebody who seems like they can handle themselves and not just yeah. pretty, pretty. I was trying to person. think of people who they don't look like bad or anything, but you can tell they've lived through something. That was yeah. kind of the goal, was to make sure everyone you would understand could be weathered. So, yeah. I'm so excited about Jennifer Connelly. I like it. Um, I'm having a hard time finding a good portrait. I guess I'll choose this one. You were just trying to find one from Top Gun, weren't you? Well, I was. Because uh, cool, she wears like a leather jacket, and she just seems like kind of western-y. So I was like, that would be good, but... They were all like square or landscape, and I was like, it's not going to fit. And I don't, yeah. But that's an incredible choice. Jennifer Clowney's criminally underrated. Yes. She's right? Great. Yes. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um, what do I have left? What am I doing? Where am I? Uh, let's uh, go with. You're not at writer. I know that much. I'm certainly far from writer. That's true. <laughs> I'm such a dick. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not. But <laughs> yeah, I know you're not, and that's kind of what makes it even. Um, I'm gonna go with my supporting actress. Uh, one of them. Have I picked one yet? No. So we, I think we last time we did two supporting actors and two supporting actresses. So I assume we're doing the same thing again. Yeah. My supporting actress, first one, is going to be an important part of the story. And also, I really enjoy her when she is her most natural self, okay. meaning when she has her like her natural accent and natural. I think it would fit the story and the immigrant nature of the old west and all of that stuff mm -hmm. so my supporting actress is saoirse ronan oh really are, are you fucking kidding me oh sir that's such a great pick 
That's such a great pick, you? man. No, you did not. You but so uh, surprised. Well, surprised. she was a name that I have been tossing around. <laughs> okay. But I chose Haley Steinfeld over her. But that is such a good pick, man. Yeah, she is <laughs> phenomenal. And especially she when she's like just her normal Irish accent, she just fits so good. Dude, that's a good pick. I love that pick. Your picks are pretty uh, strong, sir. Thank you. Your picks are strong. I know they are. My picks are like creating right, a to... very scary film, but not <laughs> like horror scary, but like whoo, someone's going for gold. Whereas <laughs> yours would say... yours would probably be the like the sleeper hit that would take over. Hopefully, Ugh. that's the goal. We'll so see far. when everybody goes and votes in our social media at Fuck Movie Boners. I know. They're all going to vote for you because I was a dick to you. And Please, I need the sympathy. <sighs> I know. <laughs> you're just you're buying your votes by trying to cancel me. That's cool. That's, that's fair. All right. Good for you. Uh, did you also hear that Dustin said the N-word the other day? That what? <laughs> I'm trying to cancel you. Did you also hear that Dustin said the N-word the other day? <laughs> what, you mean Nazgul? Yeah. <laughs> That's racist. That's a joke from our social media. Yeah, if you're not following yeah, us, was, you should be following us, because the Lord of the Rings memes have been fucking hilarious. There's so many. <laughs> you've been having... You're, you've had a lot of time on your hands, sir. Well... First of all, Lord of the Rings are slight aside. Lord of the Rings are like the most. They have, there's so many different memes that come out of Lord of the That's Rings, true. which is a testament to how it's infused itself into the culture. But it's they're right there. I'm just picking apples that are on the ground already. Like it's not a hard thing to do. It takes me five <laughs> seconds. I'm like I'm at work, <laughs> and I'll like hop on real quick when I have a down moment couple new memes and i'm like god damn all right jake said it already and then periodically throughout the day i'll go on my lunch do a quick scroll and i'm like there's four new ones what the fuck <laughs> yeah and sometimes they just come to you it's just gold yeah yeah uh the other thing i was gonna say i think that sir sharonan as this irish integrant would play like a slight love interest or at least an attraction interest to uh shia LaBeouf. yeah at, like some they stop that or some shit. I don't know. Right. I'm not the writer. I don't even know who the writer is. We don't really have a story. I don't know why I'm casting this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so bitter. I am so bitter. All right. Well, since we're doing uh, multiple supporters, yeah. um, I'm going to do my other supporting male. Yeah. Uh, you and I have been a fan of his for a while. Uh, he's just, he's so good in really every role he does. And he's also yeah. frighteningly intense. Um, whether he's like meaning to be scary or just he, his name is associated with, he's just got that presence. So, yeah. um, my other supporting actor would be Kevin Bacon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He's another one that I feel like he keeps doing all like these very villain? smaller movies. Um, 
but I think it would be cool to see him show up kind of not a giant, giant role, but an important role. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be another presence in this giant story that is forming in my head as we speak. You also um, know he looks good in a cowboy hat because of tremors. Because of tremors. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a great a classic Western actor. <laughs> who, who hasn't really done <laughs> like Western no, movies. Um, but he's just, he's another guy that can, when it calls for it, he can throw down some chops. And when mm-hmm. he goes like bug eyed, it is so much fun to watch. <laughs> Looks good in a mustache. I'm going to get you a mustache photo. Cause I feel like a Western mustache would fit your aesthetic. And he's super like, even when he was young, he's pretty grizzled. I think the non, the most non grizzled since he was (laughs) sixteen, right? And the only role that he's been in that he didn't, well, two roles would be Footloose and then Animal House. But ever since that, he's just always kind of had a certain look to him. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Bacon. Okay. Uh, Apparently, this show is turning into Chick scrolls through. Google images to find the photo that he wants. All right, that's close enough. All right. Um, okay. I think we're gonna do it. I think we're gonna choose a, a writer. No way. Did you find someone? I think I found someone. I think that it fits the same reasons I wanted Taylor Sheridan. Okay. Which was primarily that he's a great writer. He writes kind of grizzled, dark, realistic stuff. Um, mostly neo-Western set in modern day. So I would love to see an original Western from him. Um, this writer is kind of that as well, where he's done some great, great neo-Western stuff, but hasn't done as many old school classic 1800 westerns yeah so and it's kind of it's kind of uh, a simple one i i should have thought of it earlier but i was so focused on you know you can't see the forest through the tree sometimes so my writer for my film is going to be cormac mccarthy oh fuck well he's very famous for writing westerny stories yes. um, wow his books yeah, are really kind of intense, country, folks. New, con- yes. what is it? new country for old men? No country for old men. No country uh, for old men, yeah. Old old country for new men, something like that. <laughs> yeah, he did. I think that style is similar yeah. to the Taylor Sheridan, Sicario um, style. So I think... The patient kind of writing, the yeah. very character-driven, very make-you-uncomfortable. Folks, right. if you've never read a Cormac McCarthy book... Uh, you should try, and then you know, go watch something very happy to follow it up with, so that you don't cut your own wrists. Um. <laughs> yeah, the world is a terrible place, and he kind of just outlines that, which the Wild West was as well. So I, I dig it. The Wild West was not a happy era, despite what a lot of people seem to think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Try surviving when everything's trying to kill you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and also plant a crop and 
build a home and all that shit. <laughs> Travel across the mountains. All right. Continuing my gigantic ensemble, <laughs> as this is turning out to be. It is indeed an ensemble, yes. Um, I'm going to throw another supporting actress uh, who would normally be the lead, but I like the idea of her being another supporting role, another important, you know, supporting yeah. to the lead. Um, I like that idea so that she doesn't steal the limelight from the whole thing, but her scenes would be fierce and important. And I love the idea of her and Jennifer Connelly going back and forth with one each other, one each other. Um, <laughs> Mixing it up. Oh, fucking up my words. It's a good <laughs> thing we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, to talk for hours at a time. Right. But I really... Hers is more driven towards just the sheer excitement to see her caliber of acting with all of these people. Okay. And to see what, what she hasn't tapped into quite yet under the direction and writing of Taylor Sheridan and Mel Gibson, because I think they could both draw a little more out. I don't yeah. think her talent has like an actual limit. She's one of my favorite actresses ever. Okay. Um, Amy Adams would yeah. be another one on my cast. Yeah, I agree with that choice for sure. <laughs> and I feel like like, can you imagine a shouting slash, like, intense emotional scene between her and Connolly? Yeah. Or, like, an angry shouting fest between her and Kevin Bacon? It would just be... <laughs> yeah, I feel like she gets better and better with, like, over time. Like, over time She's just... like... I love Amy Adams so much. She's so good at what she does. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I promise I'll choose a photo quickly. Here's <laughs> a one. Okay. Uh, okay, let's see. Where are we now? I've, I've given you my screenwriter, so... So I can't I, give you shit anymore. Yeah, Fair enough, Jake. Fair enough. I can finally move on with my life. And kind of reconnect to what I was trying to do in the first place, because I think that it all still works. I've, I've salvaged it. That's the main thing. So I think that with Cormac McCarthy, I'm going to choose a director who probably, you'll laugh when you hear it, because it's not really a surprise, but it's one of my favorite directors. <laughs> He's a director that hasn't done any Westerns yet. And I would okay. love to see a Western from him. So we're narrowing it down to like two. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so my, and I guess I'll give it away with this. He's done primarily sci-fi for a long yeah. time. And, yeah, I knew and it. currently doing one of the biggest movie series of all time, Dune. So he just needs a break. He needs to do something simpler, back to basics. Do something in the old West. Get a little dirty. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> yeah not a shock at all jake and that's not like shit talking i'm just i'm not surprised you would go that route i really 
and, and folks, we're probably going to be doing more of these little fun little draft things when we need, like, after a huge episode, we need a <laughs> yeah. little bit of a palette. Um, don't be surprised when at some point down the road, my personal favorite, Mr. Nolan, shows up. But Yeah. yeah there's so many, like, obviously we love all the genres. That's why we do top tens of them. But I think of this, like, obviously I've been thinking about Westerns for a long time, but I think about sci-fi, how exciting that would be, or mm-hmm. comedy, how weird that would be. <laughs> that would be probably the weirdest one. <laughs> or horror, how incredible that would be. So yeah. there will be more of these, I'm sure. There will be more. We have a lot of fun doing this. Um, I like imagining people in places where they wouldn't normally be, like Santa right. in a Western, well, and or Denis Villeneuve doing a Western. I'll watch like a couple movies from people that I'm putting on my list and imagine like a meld of a couple characters mixed with a meld of a couple other, you know, it's just super fun for me to do that. Uh, And who knows, maybe in some weird universe somewhere out there, our lineups are coming to fruition. Enjoy the movies. Other us's. (laughs) If you're there, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. Lucky bastards getting to watch these. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, I'm going to do this since I can't find it. Just imagine this is the desert of the Southwest United there you go. States. There you go. It could be like. Yeah, there's desert here, dude. He's in the oh, desert. Totally. Yeah. All right, I'm debating. Do I cap it off with my lead actor or with my composer? That's a good question. Only you can answer that for you. You know what? Because music is so important to me, I'm going to save music mm-hmm. for my final one as the cherry on top. I also um, think that's what you did last time. God damn it. <laughs> I don't feel bad. <laughs> I just, apparently, I'm a creature of habit yeah. <laughs> without even knowing it. Um, my lead actor, to me, is pretty obvious. Uh, he just fits cowboy. He just fits Western. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of fun going through his IMDb because he has done a couple quote-unquote Westerns, but they weren't like what I would imagine him to be doing. I like okay. his uh, approach to choosing films now in his career where he does aim for, you know, darker, grittier, more human, honest characters rather than like the overly upbeat, silly kind of stuff. But he just fits Cowboy. And mm-hmm. I was really shocked that this dude has not done like a full legit heavy hitting western film i i can't believe he hasn't honestly um and yeah living in texas is also definitely (laughs) something that has pushed this decision as well because it'd just be great um but my lead actor would be matthew mcconaughey all right all right all right and again the dude is incredible. Like the, he's got range, folks. And I just get giddy thinking about what kind of character he could develop with the influence 
from all these previous names. Yeah. Like, and I, I, in my head, I imagine discussions with Mel Gibson of where do we take this character? Here's what he's going to go through down the line. Mm-hmm. How do we portray that without being ridiculous or obnoxious, but making it so raw? Yeah. So, yeah, I like that idea a lot. I like he's done so many like movies and shows where he's kind of really committed to a character. Yeah. And True Detective stands out in my mind as yeah. one of his most incredible kind of Southern Gothic that I think would fit that. Yeah. By the way, I did watch uh, True Detective. Yeah. Season. Yeah. I didn't watch the other seasons because everyone says, like, don't bother with those. Just watch that first one. That's the incredible one. First one is the incredible one. The third one's surprisingly good, too. Okay. Well, I genuinely loved it. And that one was a big influence in my decision of having him as a lead. Yeah. I totally dig that. And I totally see that coming through. This would be incredible. Okay. I'm also going to go with supporting actor. Also, mine's the lead, sir. Oh, shit. I totally mislabeled you and you didn't even notice. <laughs> You're throwing me. Out. I already have all my whole supporting cast is there. Putting your leads at the end, I don't understand. It's I don't understand anything that's happening in this. Okay, yes, lead actor. That's a great choice, and I didn't appreciate it fully because I thought it was just a supporting character actor. But now, wow, I get it. I get it. I'm so sorry. I wronged <laughs> you. Please forgive me. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, yes. Well, I'm doing supporting actor regardless of whatever you're doing. That's so, fair. That's cause fair. Also, because that's all I have left is supporting yeah. actors, supporting actors. Um, and I think that this actor is great and kind of underappreciated and would make a great kind of villain character, I'm thinking, for this okay. uh, this world. We need a good Western villain. And also, this actor has been in a quote-unquote Western before, but... Needs a little bit of redemption, I think, because he's a much better actor than people will remember him for. So, my choice is Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, dude, Jake is awesome. Yeah, but most people remember Brokeback Mountain, and they're like, that oh, is man. his cowboy. I mean, he's the, the acting in that movie is very, it's very well done. But when I hear Jake Gyllenhaal, I think of like October Sky. I think of like Nightcrawler, which is one of the most disturbing films I've ever watched. Nightcrawler is definitely a villain sent a villain yeah. uh, motivation for this pick. Oh yeah, no, Jake Gyllenhaal. I've been a fan of his for a long time. I even love by. I love his goofiness. If you <clears throat> haven't watched Bubble Boy before, people really <laughs> knew who he was. Yeah, it is one of the dumbest movies ever put on <laughs> film, but it is delightful. Because yeah. it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. You wouldn't expect it from the Jake Jim Hall people to know now, who's like a serious actor. <laughs> but, but he started off with raunchy teen comedies of the 90s, folks. Yeah, uh, as a lot of people did. Yes. Um, but, so, um, whatever you said, Nightcrawler, as a villain, he's so disturbing in that movie. I think he'd be a great Western villain for that reason. Also, his character in Prisoners, where he's the detective, um, he's he's great in that. Dude. And then also kind of 
it is in a kind of weird ways. Um, his character character is in Nocturnal Animals. Yeah, um, he's just kind of those vibes is what I'm going for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, prisoners, dude. There's something about that movie. I know exactly what it is because the subject <laughs> matter is just a little bit much for me. But every yeah. time that movie gets mentioned, I get like shivers. That movie affected me, dude. And it came out what in like 2013 or something like that. Yeah, it's been <laughs> that a movie while. Still affects me. Just thinking about it, and I've only seen it the one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. All yeah, you that need. was also Denis uh, Villeneuve. Yes, it was. Guys work well together. Yep, uh, they'll pull off a really good combination. I want a I good beard pick. Give me a beard pick. What's going on here? I like our picks, but I also really liked our Christmas ones too. I thought our Christmas ones were fucking awesome. Yeah, and I love our Western ones. It is almost like we know what we're doing. (laughs) We are really good at this. It's almost like we kind of know how to put together some form of an idea. I like (laughs) this. It's almost like we're not complete idiots, contrary to popular opinion. I still like being the schmuck that I am. I'm a fun <laughs> schmuck. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Crap. Last pick. I assume this is your composer? Yes, my composer. Um, this was another rough one for me because initially I picked Howard Shore mainly because I was <laughs> watching Lord of the Rings and was like, dude, his music is amazing. Oh, and then I was like, up, yeah. no, you got to go with your all-time favorite Hans Zimmer because it's Hans Zimmer. His music is incredible. And I was like, no, I feel like that one's too obvious. I don't want to go with the super obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and just listening to a handful of composers, looking at what kind of movies a lot of guys have made the music for. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also stalling because I closed out my notes and I have to go <laughs> back to them. Um, but I legit did listen to a lot of different uh, composers. I believe you. I do. I love listening to movie scores. Like, yeah. Well, it's so like it's can be very exciting. It can be very relaxing. Depends on the movie. Like, but have you ever listened to the Gladiator soundtrack? Holy oh, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I listen to a lot of Hans Zimmer, a lot of John Williams, a lot of yep, the big ones, obviously. Yeah. James Newton Howard is incredible. Yeah. Michael Giacchino yeah. is incredible. Um, or Giacchino, however you pronounce his name, love his stuff. The guy from Lost, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Danny Elfman's is fun and quirky. It was my Batman. Christmas music. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was. Um, so the selling point was specifically not... It, it was more of some of the movies this guy has composed for that I was like, oh, that's the aesthetic I would go for. That I can already hear the music like mm-hmm. in my head um, of what, whoops, dropped my knife, what the music <laughs> would kind of help tell the story. Because I would, I would want the music to kind of be a character as well, Definitely. In, which I always view the music to be that. Um, so this guy has composed the following to name a few. Okay. The Green Mile, Road to Perdition, 
Skyfall, Wally, The Highwaymen, 1917. So I was like, dude, this guy has hit it. Um, he also composed Bridge of Spies, which I personally feel is such an underrated drama of an intense, very real moment of history. And I think more people need to watch that movie. Yeah. Um, but my composer would be Thomas Newman. Mm -hmm. And I already listed off uh, the movies. But I thought with such an intense background and how he's composing for these these stories and then it was wally that capped it for me of being yeah. like this guy can write music that's so deeply moving on such a like heavy hitting emotional scale but then he can pull you know polar opposite inspire so much hope and warmth you know, because if you've never listened to Wally's soundtrack, if you've never seen the sky dance scene in Wally, what the hell is wrong with you and what are you doing with your life? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they can also, so much of that movie is just music and no dialogue yeah. or anything. And so, I mean, the first half the is basically a silent film. Yeah. Um, so, Thomas Newman, I feel, would just cap this whole thing, this ensemble off so well. And I think the story he would tell through that music would basically I'm going for breaking hearts. Like I'm mm -hmm. going to pull those heartstrings. You're going to fucking cry when you listen to the music guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I, I you are up. I'm up with my final pick. My last supporting actress was the most flexible. Okay. Uh, which is the only reason I'm taking it last, because if you stole some, I would have backups. Yep. Um, and so I, and because you didn't steal any, I'm kind of trying to decide at the last minute. <laughs> but I feel very strongly that I'm being drawn in one direction. And it's because this is a great actress who I think would, will never see opposite of Robin Williams, but I think would be really incredible to do that. Mm -hmm. as kind of like maybe the the mother of this family or something like that. Oh. And so I'm going to choose Marion Cotillard as my last supporting actress. Dude, she's so good. She's ridiculously good. She's so good. Oh, man. And you know, her and Denis would be throwing French conversations about like, <laughs> crazy people. Yeah, those crazy Frenchies. <laughs> no we apologize to the French people that listen to our show. Uh, we you, we mean nothing by it. Yeah, you Frenchies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like your food, though, dude. I really, oh, I'm so sad with your picks. Like in a happy I way, was but sad, so but I sad. overcome my disappointment. And now I'm completely fine with you. No, stealing. I'm I'm sad because we're never gonna get her oh. side by side with Robin Williams. We're never gonna get yeah. anyone side by side with Williams again, dude. That Williams pick, like that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, and I, I I don't know. I feel like there's some sort of connection between like her as the matriarch of the family and then having a a daughter who maybe she couldn't raise all the way but ended up mm -hmm. becoming a woman about the same age and and a powerful fierce frontier yeah. 
woman. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's good connection between those. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. So, yeah. Dude, our Westerns go. kick ass, man. I know. I know. <laughs> now all I can do is hope that I dream tonight about this movie so I can feel like I saw it because <laughs> right? it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you threw me for such a loop with that script uh, writer i know dude i really I messed like, you up with that one it's like going through all of the westerns i could think of that i like i was like i could choose howard hawks i could choose all of these classic western writers but they just wouldn't have fit the reason i was going for so i feel good i landed where yeah. i needed to be no i think i think we did very well sir i think we did now i told you I catered a lot of mine to you for the the grizzled, dirty feel. Oh, dude! Just a true western, like absolutely. Every every time I look at your list, I am in love with it. Obviously, Tyler Sheridan, incredible. Mel Gibson, incredible. Jack Thomas, supporting, incredible. Every single person here is great. And then I, when I actually like start to finally wrap my mind around Matthew McConaughey as a lead actor, I'm like. This is maybe the most incredible Western of all time <laughs> with Kevin Bacon as supporting, like just their, their nature. Their I just, I get energy. so excited thinking about, well, and, and what really sold me on him working with McConaughey, what that could look like was mm -hmm. actually inspired by true detective on how well Woody Harrelson and him work together. Yeah. And I thought, man, those two, yeah, could probably throw down some like monologues to each other, some intense, crazy eyes at each other <laughs> that would just make the whole theater just be like, "What are we witnessing right now?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I think that that's a very good point. I like that a lot. And Kevin uh, Jennifer Connelly, I just want to see anything she's in. I just I I really like Jennifer Connelly, and I thought, like, man, she's such a like she would be the the kind of pick you would not see coming but she yeah. would be the one that would just like completely steal the whole show yeah she's so good oh absolutely yeah dude i like our picks me too i want to see these people make genuine westerns guys <laughs> i don't oh. want to see anybody make westerns it's kind of a thing that they don't make a lot of anymore but everyone that comes out is good hostiles great dude hostiles and so I feel like this is kind of on that level. Like if you like hostiles, you'll like these two movies that we yeah. kind of put together here. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And Jake, like you, I mean, you and Christy know me way too well. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, obviously your story, your cast, the direction you're going with yours, I would be drawn to that in a heartbeat. <laughs> that would be one that's like, not even an after, like a debatable thought. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, my own, I would be there. As, like <laughs> you wouldn't be using my... your free ticket. You no, no, I would be. I would be like, take my money right now. <laughs> I'm watching this movie. Um, oh man, All right, I'm well, like, I, I might I have to watch a western tonight. I know that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, I'm not done. I just need like a good palate cleanser <laughs> to cap this all off. Um, so I. We obviously can't decide who wins. I think that you should go find us on social media. Let us know which one of these you like best so we can choose a winner. Otherwise, we're going to both win because they're both great. 
because they're both great. Uh, yeah, let us know kind of what you'd be aiming for, what would draw you in. Um, man, I just I'm so happy with our picks. <laughs> I almost want to see a movie with all of these people, but you can't do that. That would be too much. I feel yeah, that um, would, yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> but man. I think we put together a couple super powerhouses, man. Yeah. Super powerhouses. I agree. Oh, man. Yeah, folks, uh, go ahead. I'm sure we'll put up like another vote on which one or Hopefully, whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let us know which one you would watch. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, I like our Western draft. Ooh, man, we came swinging tonight. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, you worried me so much there, but you worked it out. <laughs> but you pulled out a pretty good pick. You pulled out a pretty good pick. Thank you. Uh, what do we got next week? Oh, yeah, you already told them. Uh, movies yeah. we haven't watched for whatever reason that we've meant to and just haven't done it yeah. before. So, yeah, listing 10 movies each that we've never seen before that we felt like we wanted to. So they're movies we are at least somewhat interested in instead of a random movie that we've never heard of. So that's completely different. And, yeah, like I said, there's some classics and some very weird or very interesting movies online. And I'm sure you're kind of the same way. I've got, I just, I can't wait for, uh, there's a couple of mine that I'm like, I know you are going to mm -hmm. be like about time. I know, uh, possibly our longest listener, John is going to be like, I've been telling <laughs> you to watch this movie for like six years or whenever it came out. Mm -hmm. Um, that may have just told you what one I'm gonna watch. Uh, I've got, I've got a foreign film on mine. What? Yeah, I've got a German film on mine. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know any German films. I know, but I have one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I still got to pick my tenth one, but I'm excited for it, man. Yeah, I am too. I, I, I think that I'll have a couple where you're like, you haven't seen that movie because it's one that we haven't like talked about, but yeah. I feel like I should have seen it. And I know everybody else has seen it. So finally I'll be cool like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I'm finally going to be cool. All I think I just thought of my 10th one. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to you. I, I may have just thought of it. I may. Okay. Have. Okay. Well, All right, guys. We'll uh, go tune in next time to hear yep. what that is. Uh, go buy your merch. It's really cool. Oh, by the way, thank you guys. I got photos from people opening their like glasses that they bought. Yeah. So that was always cool. If you That's buy awesome. your if you buy your merch or buy our merch for you, how do you word that? Whatever. <laughs> if um, you buy our merch, yes. That's thank you. Um, take a photo with you, like drinking from it if you get the glass or the coffee cup or wearing yeah. it, whatever you I get. I guess let us know. We want to know you enjoyed it. And yeah, yeah. I, I love my... I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't used my glass because <laughs> I'm like, it's so cool and I don't want to I don't want to accidentally like scrape it and ruin the logo, you know? Yeah. Because I have bad luck. Or use it and then drop it and shatter it because yeah. I broke a glass the other day doing dishes and was like fuck yeah and those movie boners merch they're limited edition man yes that, that, yeah. you're not gonna get that glass ever again it's gone forever there's a different glass if you want to get one it's true. And it's pretty cool but it's, it's not true. that glass um we have one change coming pretty okay. soon oh yes that's true um i don't know when that's happening because i'm trying to figure out right how, how to do it 
Right. Um, but we're very excited for it. Uh, it's something totally new for us. So you'll be hearing that at some point on one of these episodes. Coming Hopefully up. sooner than later, but it takes yeah. us learning how to do something we've never done before. <laughs> right. But we're, 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 we got some cool, super fun things uh, coming up, folks. So stay yeah. tuned for all that. Uh, hit us up. Uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah, I felt I like there was something I was going to say, but it's gone. And hey, we didn't well, go for two hours, guys. If you remember, take a note for next week. Oh, man, now I got to remember <laughs> to take notes. Top of the notes I already have to take for prep. I know, it's like homework. <sighs> it's a good thing I like this homework. Um, it's true. I know, I'm so like, we've planned out like episodes all the way through yes. next year. And I've already been like thinking about our episode <laughs> at the beginning of next year. And I'm like, there's like six, seven episodes before then. I, know. I need to focus on next week's and not do next year's movie draft. I've got the episode we got coming up in two weeks. That's the one that like I have not done any prep work because I've been prepping for the big one going into the new year. And yeah, I've had to remind myself like, you have a few. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I get so excited about one and then I'm like, but I'm really excited about all of these. I need to just pace myself. So yeah, yeah. that's my problem though. All you have to do is tune in and we appreciate you and we yeah. love you. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you it means a lot. Um, if you're here from that TikTok video, go watch more of our stuff. That's not TikToky. <laughs> uh, we have a lot to say about a lot of movies and yeah. Hope you enjoy. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. You guys rock. See you next time.